0: what's up everybody you are tuning in the soul of the game it's officially back up you know i'm your host cameron winston unfortunately i don't have my boy chris reed with me you know work complications busy life and everything has kept us away from doing this uh we've both been preoccupied preoccupied with other things and everything but you know signing time to start it back up especially heading into 2019 so let's do it man we have a good show for you guys so with this episode today, what we're gonna mainly be focusing on is uh, the NFL, and since we only have about two more weeks of the NFL season left, uh, we'll be talking about all the teams that you know could be going to playoffs or are are you know gonna be gonna be in playoff cont- contention right now. So first up, you know one one team I do want to bring up first is those New Orleans Saints. Now the Saints, you know, we're seen as Super Bowl favorites. I mean, many people still do have them as their Super Bowl favorites, for favorites, but for me, nah. I think the Saints are pretty much done. Like the last three weeks, they've been looking real raggedy. Uh, something's been off with them. They played. They had a great, they had a great. What? Let's see. I don't know. They had a good, good, good first half, I guess. You know, beginning, you know, September through November month. But you know, as soon as, soon as uh the last two weeks of November hit. And now we're heading to now we're in December and everything. They've looked terrible. Drew Brees was my favorite for MVP this year, but that man has been playing completely terrible as of late. You know, we'll start with the Dallas game where you know if you watched the game, you saw the Dallas Cowboys beat the New Orleans Saints 13 to 10. You know, Brees threw for threw 18 for 28 for 127 yards, one touchdown, and you know one interception. Uh, you know that's okay, but for someone on Bree's stature as a Hall of Fame quarterback, that cannot happen, especially when you're, you know, you're seen as the Super Bowl favorite, and if you want to get to the Super Bowl, you have to play at a, at a much higher level than what that that game was, I mean, watching that game was completely shock shocking, I, I mean, for sure I, after that game, I gave, like, as much as I hate the Cowboys, because I'm an Eagles fan, I for sure gave the Cowboys their their defense their, that respect because I think everyone underestimated that defense and coming in coming into that game, like, they wanted it and they knew that they were going give to them, give them hell. I mean, you have Alvin Kamara. He had 86 rushing yards that game, only eight receptions and 36 yards, so he was basically, I mean, my bad, my bad. My, I couldn't even read my writing, but actually he didn't even have 86 yards. He had 36 rushing yards, so, you know, they really really kept him in check, and you know, watching if you watch the Saints, you know, Alvin Kamara is one of the is a big factor in the Saints' offense. He's an X factor. He's a I mean, you take him, that's a, it's a domino effect. You take him out, mm, team is not team is not gonna go that well. You know, Mark Ingram, Demon helped, had 27 rushing yards. Uh, Michael Thomas, by reception, 40 yards. Pretty much got locked down by uh, Shidobe Awoze. I don't know, Cowboy fans, you know who I'm talking about. I don't know if I pronounced his name right though. Uh and Byron Jones. And to say the least, uh I think the I think the Saints defense, going, you know, flipping the flipping to the other side of the ball. I think the Saints defense is a pretty average defense. They're pretty okay. They're not, you know, the best defense in the in the league, but I think they're probably like a top fifteen defense maybe. Um we all know their corner issues. They really abused Eli Apple in that game and you know, show showcased everybody's true feelings about Eli Apple that he's not that good of a corner. Um but yeah the Saints are number one you know, the first is our number one in Russian Russian defense and that didn't seem to matter at all for the Cowboys because I mean in that game you saw Zeke, even though he went off for seventy five yards, I mean he still was a big factor because he had a six Six receptions and 60 yards at the same time. I had a touchdown as well. You know, Amari Cooper, the Cowboys' new addition, one off that game, eight receptions for 76 yards. And like I said, Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys really should have lost that game because Dak was not helping them out. The defense kept them in the game the whole time because they made the offense a non-factor. But, you know... The Cowboys had the, the Cowboys just ran with it the whole game. The whole game. I mean, should have been a blowout. It wasn't, but it is what it is because the Saints still play terrible. Headed to the next. into that following week. New Orleans play the play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, this game you saw Breeze throw for twenty four out of thirty one attempts, uh, two hundred twenty one yards, one touchdown, one interception, and one fumble. Um, that. I mean, on record, the score was 28. to New Orleans 28 to 14. But if you watch the game, first half, Saints were struggling. Even, even in the th- even in the third quarter, the Saints struggled and it was just hurting. They were hurting. Like I don't know what's going on with them, but they got to get their act together. But yeah, they didn't they didn't kick it up a notch until the fourth quarter where they basically where they basically yeah they didn't pick up again until the fourth quarter with 17 with a 17 point explosion. So at the end of the third quarter it was 14 11 they were down and so not until the fourth quarter where they actually picked things up and like i said like that score looks good 28 to 14 but watching the game you can tell like they're missing something or like something's wrong with the saints as of late uh ingram had 51 yards and a touchdown kamara 51 yards five receptions 36 yards michael thomas played well 11 receptions for 98 yards but all in all, that was just the Saints are the Saints are really suspect as of, as of right now. And last week you had New Orleans beating the Panthers twelve to nine, barely barely beat the Panthers. That have lost what is it now? Six 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 straight games. So that's and Cam Newton's Cam Newton's been obviously hurt. So they're not they got to get their act their act together because. Even in that game, breeze, breeze through for 23, 23 completions, thirty-five attempts, two hundred three yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. I mean, it just, it just hasn't been great as of late, man. I mean, and I've always said, I, I always said that the only thing that could hurt the Saints is the lack of a second, second wide receiver, because you just have Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, and Mark Ingram. Yeah, Michael Thomas and Mark, Mark and my bad Alvin Kamara out of the backfield. Um, being the only two people. Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara are being are the only two people that really are the best pass catchers on the team. You lost Ted Ginn and you lost what was the other guy, man? Completely completely slipping slip my name right now. Uh yeah, whatever. So yeah, you, you lost Ted in and you lost Another one of your other number two receivers. You brought Darius Bryan in, got hurt the first week towards Achilles. That you know really, you know they really expected him to be a big part of their team. And so I mean you go you go into the playoffs now. You can't expect to rely on just Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram, and Michael Thomas because with those three people they're easy. It'll be easy to shut down. I mean a lot of teams are going to look at the game plans that the Cowboys and the Buccaneers and the. Carolina Panthers have have done and just completely take them out of the game, and I don't really I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. Not anymore. I wish I did, but nah. Um, you know the defense defense is still still good. It's still still decent, but I mean, of course, you got to score points in this league. And how the Saints have been rolling? They have, they have not been scoring that much, and they haven't been playing that well. Um, head to the rams i know i've always been iffy on the rams um i was never really sold on the rams like they had some marquee victories but i just wasn't sold on the rams and it's funny because you know before the rams and bears played t- about two weeks ago that was a that was a big marquee game like for me that was a game that was like okay the rams beat the bears i'm i'm sold because the, the bears are really my horse team now i don't know if the bears went to super bowl but the Bears are my dark horse team to where my dark horse team to beat them and pull off uh, an upset. Be, j- just because that defense is the Bears' defense is legit. Um, but as of late, the Rams haven't even been playing that playing that great. Um, Rams are sitting at 11 and three. Of course, as you know, second in the NFC. <clears throat> but uh, the last three games for them, you saw at Detroit they won, Chicago they lost, and you know Philly. You know, my Philly Eagles surprisingly beat beat them. But Jared Goff hasn't been playing well at all. Now, Jared Goff has thrown in that Detroit game. went 17 for 33, 207 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Against the Bears, 20, 44, 180 yards, zero touchdowns, four interceptions. Now, Philly, 35 and 53, 339 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. (laughs) Threw the ball 53 times, did not score a touchdown. They really have to rely on Gurley, but Gurley got hurt in the Philadelphia game. Now that's a, that's a big concern because I mean you're gonna rely on Gurley going to the going to the playoffs if you want to go far. um This dream team is looking exactly how that 2012 I think Eagles dream team was looking. Got all these big names, and it's looking like it's gonna be a flop. But bring it back to Gurley though they've been struggling. Like he's been struggling, I think, you know, against Chicago, he went ran the ball 11 times, 28 yards, three receptions, 30 yards. Had a had a cool game against Philly, of course. Uh but I mean, 12 ran the ball 12 times, 48 yards. Uh of course got two touchdowns. So I mean, touchdown number, fantasy numbers that helps. It helps fantasy owners. Um but 10 receptions, 76 yards, but just something. There's something about that team isn't hasn't been looking right as of late, and it's weird. Because I mean, we all saw we all saw the the great. I mean, if you saw the game, I shouldn't say we all saw, but you saw the great game between the Rams and the Chiefs, and that was just an offense uh, offensive clinic for both of those teams. I mean, defense was played because I mean, the Rams wouldn't have won without their defense. Um, but yeah, I mean, this team isn't even looking like. The team, the team, it was just like, just like the same, just like the Saints. The team is not looking exactly like it was about three weeks ago, three four weeks ago. And also, I mean, now I think a lot of teams are going to be watching film because Chicago and Philadelphia shut down Aaron Donald, both of those games. And I mean, we all and people know Aaron Donald is a physical, a physical force to be reckoned with on the defensive side of the ball. But if you shut him down. That's the Rams' best defensive player. You shut him down, he's out. He's out of this game. He's not doing anything for you. He's just sitting there, quiet, having a quiet night. And, you know, I actually just checked my phone right now. Breaking news for you Dodger fans. Yasiel Puig just got traded to the Reds, you know, and All-Star, you know, Matt Kemp got traded to the Reds in a blockbuster deal. You know, let me open this real quick and just see who the Dodgers got back. Hopefully, my phone hurry it, hurries up. Hurries it up. And it's still going slow. Let's see. Mm. Nope, I'm so far not. I'm not finding it right now. They will not show me it. Oh, and Alex Wood got traded to the Reds as well. So they so I guess one, Homer Bailey is one of the players going back to going back to the Dodgers. So news for you, Dodger fans. I mean, my baseball, my baseball knowledge isn't so you know up there with, compared to like basketball with the NBA and NFL. But you know, I know some stuff. But at the end of the day, I still need to learn. But anyway, back to back to the NFL playoff edition review. So now let's jump to the Bears. Um, with the Bears, of course, most impressive win of the season is against the Rams. I mean, the team—the team's defense is legit. Um, Offense has struggled sometimes, but I think they're clicking, getting the spark, going, getting things going. Uh, Trubisky has first few first few weeks of the season looked trash, but he's picked it up and he's been looking really well when he's on the field. The last, you know. Trubisky, what 2814 yards 23 touchdowns 12 interceptions 402 rushing yards and 3 touchdowns. I mean, dude can play. I mean, he's going to get better as he keeps going going like. I think everybody kind of sold the dude pretty short. Um I just seen, you know, what he how he played last season and just the first few, couple few weeks of the NFL regular season. But the dude going to be the dude should be solid. I think the dude should be solid. It's good for the bears. Then they just got they just got to give them time and I think though they'll, they'll be a, they'll actually be a really good team in the NFC. I mean, as you know, they just won a division, their division. Um back to this defense though. The defense is, you know, like I said, a top probably a top 5 defense in the league. Um ranking third in point, points per game, 3rd in yards per game, 3rd in rushing yards per game. And Khalil Mack's been a complete Beast, Prize defensive player of the year, 12 12 and a half sacks, six forced fumbles. As a team, they have 45 sacks, 17 fumbles, and 26 interceptions. That is something to take note of when you're going to the playoffs because that team is going to be a really difficult team to play against whoever faces them in the playoffs, especially if you go to Chicago. You know how cold it is up north? Uh, My bad. How cold it is in December, in the month of December out there? That's really gonna be a problem for a lot of teams. I mean, whoever plays them, no matter what, it's, it's gonna be difficult. But I would love to see a Seahawks Bears game. That would be a good game. Boring, but good game. Most impressive guy on that team, however, though, that is that is probably like their biggest X factor is Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen has been killing it, as you know. He's their. He's about. Don't call me on this. I think he's about like he's about five six. 5'6", or 5'9", one of those. Uh, running back, he's a running back, receiver, palm returner, kick returner. The dude does it all, even even those touchdowns now. But on, on the season, he has 408 rushing yards, two touchdowns, 68 receptions, which leads the team 710 yards and five touchdowns. So look, we can expect him to have a big, you know, a big production heading into playoffs. He'll be a big component of the team. The team's offense, and if they want, if they have any success in the playoffs, they're gonna need to rely on him on the offensive end, not Trubisky, Cohen. Because if Cohen has a good night, they're solid. The dude's like, dude's basically like this, and you know, this era's Darren Sproles basically. And that, and that, you know, that title is a lot because Darren Sproles straight out, all out pro great player. You know, most under, Probably most under- yeah, most underestimated player coming in and the career he has had has been so phenomenal and just so mind-blowing for a 5-6 guy. But yeah, enough about Darren Sproles. Um for the Bears, I do see them going to the Super Bowl. Their team I do see going to the Super Bowl just because I'm not trusting the Rams and I'm not trusting the Saints. Um I think the Bears are more of the, are more are probably the better team, um, and like I said, defense wins games, and we've all seen defense, the defense win a whole championship. You know, when the Bears no, not my bad, the Broncos and the Panthers played each other. What was that? Three years ago? Two, three years ago? Um, yeah, that was like three years ago. <sighs> um, yeah, we saw that. You know the. Broncos won that championship solely off, oh, solely because of the defense, and the defense played a whole reason. Peyton Manning was in a decline; he wasn't playing well. Yeah, got benched that year. Uh, then they started Brock Osweiler. You know, Osweiler had a few good games while Peyton Manning was hurt. They re- kept him as a starter. He started struggling. Put Peyton Manning back in. Peyton Manning started. Penny Manning started the championship. Didn't play that as great as Penny, Penny Manny usually played. You know, he won Super Bowl MVP, but I was more... I mean, my bad, he didn't win Super Bowl MVP. I'm so, well, ooh, let me saying stupid stuff. My bad. Didn't play that... Penny Manning didn't play that well, but he still did enough to help them win. The defense did most of the work, though. And that's the, that's the same case with the Bears. They... The defense will do most of the work to get them there. Uh, I think the Bears have... Are doing enough Can The Bears offense can do enough To get them to the The offenses can do enough To get them to the championship All just depends on Who they're gonna play But I think they are You know A dark horse team And an underrated team That goes to the Super Bowl And that's I don't think it's ludicrous to say Um, Yeah There's that Now we jump to the Cowboys The Cowboys ain't going Let's just Let's just cut that right now Cowboys no Defense good Dak's not taking them, bro. Dak, of all people, that team relies that team really relies on Zeke. Like Zeke carries that whole team. Without without Zeke, that mm, no. I don't care if you have if they traded for Amari Cooper. Or if they just if they traded for Amari Cooper or anything like Dak. Dak's Dak's solid, but I don't think he's I don't think it's I just don't think he's there yet. He possibly could be in the future, but I don't think he's there yet. Especially this season To take him to the Super Bowl I mean I love ugh, I just said that I love For the Cowboys Yeah My bad I like I like certain players On the Cowboys I've always liked Byron Jones Coming to the draft When he got drafted Really wanted the Eagles To draft him uh, Leighton Vander Esh Is a good Rookie linebacker He's in, He's impressing every. I think he's impressing A lot of people uh, Jalen Smith You know Great, great for him because, yeah, you know, when he was his final game in college, he had a gruesome knee injury, and he's been trying to get back to the form he he was trying to he was trying to get, he's been trying to get back to the form he was at, you know, heading into the draft. I mean, the dude was slotted to be uh, either the number one pick or a top five pick, and he dropped to, uh, I believe, the second or third round. But this this is the year he's making his own. Uh, he has 106 tackles, four sacks, and two forced fumbles. Dude's probably gonna be one of the best linebackers. I think the Cowboys. I, if I can say anything nice about the Cowboys, I think they have a solid foundation and a solid linebacker linebacker duo that's gonna be a problem for the you know years to come, as long as they stay healthy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, the team really relies on on Zeke, and Zeke's gonna have to carry a whole whole big load. I mean, he can do it, but. I just don't think it's, I just don't think it's the Cowboys' year this year. I mean, they they just got you know they just got bl- you know blown out by the Colts really twenty three to zero last week. And Colts are good, but their defense is still you know still coming up. But shout shout out to Darius Leonard, that dude's for sure a, a good a real good player. Him him Vander Esch and Duran James all making a good case for a defensive rookie of the year um seahawks no one expected the seahawks to be any type of good because seahawks right into a rebuilding year <laughs> never count out never count out Pete Carroll. never count out russell wilson because for some reason russell wilson's one of those quarterbacks that has a terrible september Then as the season get, goes on dude proves why he's a hall of fame gonna be a hall of fame quarterback <laughs> and i is, I don't think you can really argue that like he's for sure going to be a number 1 quarterback. But <laughs> the Rams, I'm not bad. The Rams. The Seahawks, you know, are one of the lead the either lead uh lead the league in rushing yards so far right now. Uh have a good they have a good off they have a good running back system going on. Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, Mike Davis. Russell Wilson having a good season. The defense, the young defense Point has, been, has just been impressive. I mean, I think each game they've played, it's been a physical game for them. The defense has shown out. You know, the defense isn't as consistent as it should be, but they're they're young, so it's it's, it's to be expected. They're going to make their strides, and they're going to come up. But with the Seahawks and the Cowboys, I see them as either, depending who they play, I see them, depending who they play and who plays them, I see them as uh, wild-card wild exits. But, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, most likely I see them as wildcard exits. But if, if I had to choose one of those teams to move on, it's going to be the Seahawks. Vikings. <laughs> now, I'm I'm curious to see the Vikings, just because they fired their offensive coordinator, John DeFilippo, which I do believe should be brought back by the Eagles, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, Kirk Cousins, I think, has, I mean, it's proven to be mediocre. I think Kirk Cousins really is holding the Vikings back. I mean, he's always been a mediocre quarterback. The, if you look at the numbers, it's going to say, oh, yeah, this dude's good. He's actually a pretty good quarterback. But you just watching the games, you get a certain feel. Like, if you have all those weapons on your team, you have Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray, uh, Adam Thelian, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, you have all those team weapons on your team, and you're seven and six and one. That's the issue. That this team fin, this team went to the NFC Championship game last year. This team was, uh, well, one of the top. My bad, I can't remember, but I think one of the top three teams in the league might have been two. Uh, last you know last season, and they're now 76 and one a lot of people have come back defense is still pretty good uh a top probably a top 10 defense and they're 76 and one that's a huge issue and i don't i don't have they had a good explosion you know exploding game uh, last week against the the dolphins but i don't know if if that's because it was the Dolphins or, you know, the offensive coordinator change actually did affect any things or what, but the jury's still, I don't know. We'll see what they do against the lions and the bears. Cause they have to win those next two games or they're out of the playoffs. Cause this is for wild cards. They don't win and they don't win. If they lose one game, they, they risk being out. Um, because if the Eagles win their last, their last two games, then, Eagles are in, and how Eagles just played, it's looking like they're going to make the playoffs, which is going to be crazy, because I don't want to hear the little Nick Foles narratives of, oh, should Nick Foles be the starter, franchise quarterback, or should Carson Wentz come off the bench? Like, no. We, you know Carson. Carson can ball. I don't... I think people are disrespecting Carson, because his back injury did really affect him and caused him to not make the throws that he should be making. He couldn't... I mean, I saw... every. Each week he missed, he overthrew someone on a deep ball. Pissed me off. So I think that, that back really did affect him a lot. Um, one thing with the Eagles, they do need to start getting out. Uh, when Carson gets back, he, he needs to stop relying on Ertz. He has to get all the receivers involved. You have Alshon Jeffrey, that probably could be a top 15 receiver, but due to numbers, he's not. Um, it's for sure top 20, though. Out Nelson Aguilar. The solid is like still a good receiver. Um, but well, I mean, yeah, that was Goddard, Golden Tate. I mean, Eagles have weapons and they shouldn't have been playing like that. And I just think that back really did affect Carson in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of just kind of like jump between Vikings and Eagles, but you know, that was my next thing to talk about anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if Nick, yeah, if Nick Foles does it again and somehow they go to this Bowl. Ooh, this is to that's gonna be crazy that's really gonna be crazy especially with all the injuries the eagles have on their team especially on the defensive side of the ball lost all their starting cornerbacks lost their other starting safety you know just it'll, it'll be more more of an impressive win this year than last year to, to say the least Bit. Head to the AFC. We got the Chiefs. The Chiefs were originally my AFC Super Bowl favorite to go. But, um, they've struggled. I mean, honestly, if you watch Chiefs game, you can see they've struggled ever since the release of Kareem Hunt. Uh, against Oakland, you know, the leading rusher was Patrick Mahomes, who. Rushed for 52 yards. Spencer Ware rushed for 47 yards. Kansas City versus Baltimore. Spencer Ware, leading rusher, 75 yards. Damian Williams, 14 yards. Kansas City, LA Chargers. Uh, Damian Williams, 49 yards, and Daryl Williams, 49 yards. So they really lost. They really been struggling without Kareem Hunt. When Kareem Hunt, probably, I think, averaged about close to hundred yards a game. I, you know, so that whole little incident with the domestic violence case and everything, which, you know, I, that's a whole nother thing to get into because we really could get into that, but we're not gonna, we're not gonna get into that today. Excuse me. But yeah, they've really been hurting without Kareem Hunt and that was a really integral part to the offense. You know, you know, you had, when you have a team full of, you. We had the team with Kareem Hunt, Ty- Tyreek Williams, Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Chris Conley. <laughs> it was harder to guard. I mean, because you had to worry about Kareem Hunt, because not only good running back, but he can also catch the ball and make yards after after the catch. Now you take him out. I think it's easier to fo- make a focal point on. Okay, they don't run that well, so we can contain the run. Is easier. Let's. But I think it's like we gotta focus on Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey those two focuses if you take them out of the game it's gonna be it's gonna be harder I mean as good as Mahomes is that's just he's gonna he's gonna get them the ball no matter what but I think they haven't been playing as well these the last few games as they were when Kareem Hunt was there with the team um and we know Sammy Watkins has been injured for quite some time now so we'll see when he gets back but for sure Patrick Mahomes real deal he'll get them the ball he'll get them the ball either way um Dude's legit. Dude's for dude's for sure MVP this year. I think he's he's for sure my MVP. Like, his his only bad game is against the Rams, and he threw five touchdowns and three interceptions. And I think he had, what, two fumbles? I do believe. I mean, that bad game was still actually a pretty good game. Just and he kept the game was always close. It's not like the game they got blown out. The game was always close. So Patrick Mahomes. My favorite for MVP this year. Um, My probably my second for MVP is Philip Rivers of the Chargers. Chargers, probably most complete team in the playoffs. I think Chargers go. I think Chargers goes to Super Bowl, and I think Chargers win the Super Bowl. I think we get a title out here in LA, which would be which would be awesome. But yeah, I think Chargers is the most complete team. I mean, if they stay healthy, which they are staying healthy as of right now, Melvin Gordon is the only person that isn't healthy right now, but you bring him back, that's a whole other dy- dynamic for your offense. You know, they, re- <clears throat> they relied on Melvin Gordon a lot, and such an integral part, he's the X-factor of that team. Uh, they still won games even when he, when he was out, and I mean, that's still impressive with Austin Eckler and uh, Justin Jackson, and... Just like having him back, it's gonna be a, so beneficial for that team. Uh, Rivers and looking at Rivers' numbers, he's throwing for three three thousand nine hundred fifty one yards, sixty nine point four completion percentage, thirty one touchdowns and eight interceptions. Dude is balling out. Dude has all his weapons. Like I said, getting Melvin Gordon back, you know, still they just have to. It's all. Then it's just gonna come down to health. Um, Keenan Allen, you know. He's having a good year. We all, I mean, Keenan Allen's probably one of the most underrated underrated receivers in the league. Uh, once he gets, I don't know how severe of his injury he it was last week. Um, I don't think it was that severe where he's gonna miss the whole rest of the season. But yeah, if you haven't played all time, you straight. Mike Williams having a good season. He's proven his. I mean, he's not having the reception numbers, but he has nine touchdowns on the season. Uh, Tyrell Williams is is. Has been impressive uh, Travis Benjamin the only the only thing this offense really doesn't have I mean that, that lacks in their offensive weapons is the tight end position but other than that they don't really have to worry about that because they have like I said Melvin Gordon Mike Williams Keenan Allen Tyrell Williams Travis Benjamin they have a legit legit receivers that can help them push to the next level and get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl also what's also going to help him is that defense i think they're both a top 10 offense and defense so like I said, like i mentioned earlier you have derwin james dude's a stud defensive rookie of the year 93 total tackles three and a half sacks three interceptions you know 12 pass deflections and i think he's, and he's the fourth rated safety on pro football pro football focus uh, dude's i mean you can say like the dude can flat out play um he's big on on tight en- big tight ends uh, when he when they the Chargers played the Chiefs last week, he really affected, he really limited Travis Kelsey last week, and that's going to be big because this how the NFL is merged into you know tight end really tight end have, heavy where they need the tight ends to become receivers and a lot of those teams like the like the Chiefs like the Patriots. And Who else has a solid tight end? I forget. Yeah, I think it's actually just those two that make them that have that can make the playoffs. But I mean if the Colts go to the playoffs, you're gonna have to watch out for Eric Ebron, of course. But yeah, and then you have their defensive their defensive player their marquee defensive players and in Melvin Ingram with seven sacks. Joey Bosa isn't even fully to his to his form yet. Like to to his fully natural self. But the dude still has four sacks. He's only played in a few games, but he still has made an impact in in short limited time get him back to full full strength going to the playoffs going in the super bowl i think the sky's the limit for this team the sky is really the limit for this team right here <laughs> uh i'm not too sold on the texans too much just because the texans texans are solid but they're shaky at the same time um i don't the defense could be better than what it really is, than what it is um they have the players, of course, but yeah, the team's just really shaky at shaky at times. Deshaun Watson has great numbers, but Deshaun Walt- Watson also is struggling in some games. There's games where he's missing throws, and he just doesn't like sure of his reads. He's just not playing. He's not playing as electrifying as he was last year, and of course, he suffered an ACL injury. So of course, you know, it's gonna probably take a whole season for him to get that back. I just think they're just not as they're just too shaky for me to put any trust that, okay, maybe they could go to the Super Bowl as well. Um, same with the Patriots. The pages are weird. I think that dynasty is finally coming to an end. Age is starting. Father time is starting to get to Tom Brady. Father time is starting to get to Rob Gronkowski as well. I think he's getting, we're getting close to seeing the end of Tom Brady because he's... I don't know. People will say he's been looking good, but to me, he just is not, look, is not looking that great. For sure, goat just not looking that great. Two the lack of lack of receivers. I mean, we ha- we have the Josh Gordon, the Josh Gordon situation yesterday, where he's now you know stepping away from the team due to his mental mental health issues. Um, hope he gets better, of course. Um, and the NFL suspended him indefinitely. Um, I mean, I, they're not really don't have any receivers that are making a big impact in that. That's just one of the things that's going to affect them. So, I think that dynasty's done. Defense hasn't been that great. Steelers, shaking on them as well. Big Ben hasn't been great. I don't care what anybody says, Big Ben has not been looking good this year. Like, I I really, and people try to diminish the Le'Veon Bell, uh, having Le'Veon Bell, but without Le'Veon Bell, I think if they had Le'Veon Bell, this team would be straight. But Le'Veon Bell is not here. And they're missing something. Like, I know that James Conner's hurt, but no. He's he's not Le'Veon Bell. They might have the same production right now. Like, in terms of numbers, compared to this season last season. But no, Le'Veon Bell's... Dude's one of the best running backs in the league. And it's hard to... It's hard to always to replace one of the best running backs in the league. No matter what. So, I mean, A.B.'s having a good year. Juju's having a good year. And I think people, I think people are sold because they beat the Patriots last week that, okay, oh, this team's for real. They're going to go to the Tour Bowl. Like, I'm not sure, bro. Like, that, that Patriots team isn't the team that you've been playing for, playing against the last 10 or, some, ten or so or longer, of course, seasons. Um, the Ravens, you jump to the Ravens. I, I think the Ravens go to the playoffs. Um, you know, of course, they have to get two big wins against the Chargers and the Browns, and the Browns are coming in high Playing really well since they fired Hugh Jackson, but um I think the Ravens get get in, they have the best defense in the league. Uh Saturday's game against the Chargers is gonna be a really good game. Both great defenses. Chargers have a better offense, so maybe it gives them more of the up, but like I said, Ravens got the best defense in the league, man. So it's gonna be a huge issue. And since you know kudos to Lamar Jackson. That's what I also wanna say. Kudos to Lamar Jackson. Dude came in, you know. Everyone disrespecting him, saying he can't throw all this stuff. He's not ready. Like, it, it's real. He's not ready, but dude has brought a spark to this team that they desperately needed. People are making big plays. They're number, they're number one in the in the league in rushing yards. <laughs> you know, um, dude's making big, dude's making big plays, big runs. Uh, Crabtree, Crabtree, Snide all the receivers make big plays when it when it's needed so i'm just saying kudos kudos to that man because i think uh this i think he's gonna excel in his career with this team for sure he has he's throwing a 58.9 completion percentage so that's of course something to work on everybody knows him throwing it's always been something to work on you know dude's a dude's a mobile quarterback more mobile than most but i think all that you know First season under, the, under his belt, in this off season, training and everything, working on his form, working on his throwing. He's gonna be, he's gonna be good. I think all all the rookie quarterbacks. I was actually wrong because I thought this was one of the worst rookie quarterback class, but I think this is actually one of the best rookie running back. My bad, rookie quarterback class. We have Sam Darnold. I think that dude's are for real. Josh Rosen. I think that dude's for real too. Uh, Josh Allen. Oh, I didn't expect that dude. I mean, I really thought he was gonna suck, but I'm actually been impressed with I mean, I think every team that drafted the quarterback has found their franchise quarterback. So I'm I'm really excited to see what they do in the next coming future. And of course Baker Mayfield. Dude dude's legit. Dude can play, of course. But this Ravens team is legit. I think they go to the playoffs. They don't they don't go that far because they have a rookie quarterback leading them right now and he's more of a runner, he's more of a runner than a quarter than a Thor. My bad, he's more of a runner than a Thor, and you know, Sugg, Suggs is killing Darius Smith, Matt Juden, C.J. Mosley got voted to the Pro Bowl, uh, Eric we- Eric Weddle as well. So, I think we're in for a really good postseason. I think it's crazy to say the NFC is more undecided than most. I think we're gonna really be thinking, sitting there thinking like, who? Okay, who's gonna, who's gonna come out of this? Come out of this and make, and make a Super Bowl run. It's gonna be crazy to say. I don't know. I don't really know. It's gonna be hard to bet on too. Shoot, we got, we got money on this. <laughs> bet on who, who goes to the Super Bowl. It's gonna be interesting. But for me, I guess I will have to say. If I have to pick two teams. I guess I'm gonna go with the Chargers and the Bears going to the Super Bowl. And that would be an interesting game. I think the, think the Chargers would, I think the Chargers, Chargers take it. So I mean, we'll just, we'll have to wait and see, of course. But it is what it is. Hey, but like I said, if my Eagles come, come back and make the Super Bowl and win that thing, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna love the, narr- the Nick Foles and Carson Wentz narratives. But I'm gonna love repeating that Super Bowl champions. So you know. But that's that's all I got for today. Hit you with another episode next week hopefully i can get my boy on but you know it is what it is you guys have a good one i thank you for listening i'm going so the game is officially back and it's good to be back and it's trying to make this thing something big and just keep growing with this as much as i can like this is mine and i'm dedicated to this no matter what all right you guys have a good one have a good merry christmas as well all right guys i'm out